Hello, everyone, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 44, the John Riggins, Hank Aaron, or Dallas Clark episode. I am your host, Tej Butler, sitting beside me, as always, my good buddy, Dill. Dill, how are you? Still cheering for my brownies. Doing all right. Sheesh. Hanging in there. Yeah, hanging Staying in there. strong. Hanging in there for sure. I'm a loyal dog. <clears throat> Speaking of hanging in there, Doge. How are you up there in Cleveland? Doing well, man. Uh, throwing out some more 44 Reds real quick. Sure. Any Reds? We got it. Aquino, the Punisher. Yeah. Adam Dunn. Reds great Eric Davis. Former Derby champ. Sure. He hit like five to win, <clears throat> but it's cool. That's, that's how baseball used to be. It's a lot of dingers right there. <laughs> no, Big I'm saying time. like between all those guys, like there's a lot those of guys. Those guys hit some bombs. That's yeah, sure. that's what I'm saying. Ooh, a lot of good reds right there. Adam Dunn, sure, love yeah, it. The big donkey, right? It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be a good episode. A lot of good, a lot of good forty fours. So, <clears throat> like I said, gonna be a good episode. We are brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network, as always, home of the clubhouse and the pick and roll report, as well as the Trevin Teach podcast coming at you soon. Here, we're recording one of those uh, very soon, so be on the lookout for that. Um, an NBA special. Um, so we've got an incredible show for you here tonight. Here's what it's going to look like. First quarter, we're going to do a little World, World Series update since we haven't been here um, on the pod in a minute. we got a lot to talk about, a lot to break down. So we'll just go over that. Uh, second quarter, we've got college football, mainly the big game, which we'll, we'll leave that to there. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, third quarter, we've got our NFL guest of the lines, and then uh, we're going to talk about the MVP and then fourth quarter, who we think is going to be MVP. And then fourth quarter, we're going to do a little NBA action. So, first thing we got to do, as always, is warm it up. Doge, I know you got to warm it up. You've been relaxing there, just hanging out on a cruise. So, stretch those legs. I know you got some sea legs potentially, maybe here. Some sea legs. Yeah, I've got some, some salty sea legs. Sure. Salty. I'm looking forward to the to the NCAA tip-off we have going on right now. We've got some yeah. games, uh, currently being played. I have the Florida game on in the background where they're they're playing North Florida with yeah. uh, 12 point lead going into halftime. But they also have uh, Duke and Kansas being played right now, and then UK is going to be tipping off against um, Michigan, Michigan State, State here yeah, yeah. at 9:30. So uh, some big games being played on the first night, but it's good to have some more basketball in our lives with college basketball coming into the mix. So uh, really looking forward to the season, and uh, the countdown of March Madness is here. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Start the countdown. <laughs> Love it. Big D, uh, what do you got for your, for your warm-up here? Yeah, so for my warm-up, uh, just as a little sneak peek into uh, something we're going to talk about later. <laughs> um, so... The Tampa Bay Lightning, their first game um, that we decided to uh, have a little bit of a significant role in was an absolutely wild game with there being three goals scored in the first minute of the four periods, if you include overtime. Um, it ended up being a 7-6 to six game. Uh, Tampa came back and won, and it was just back and forth, back and forth, and a uh, wild game. But it's good to have some hockey back, uh, you know. So I'm just glad, you know, to have some uh, some ice time. Sure, some ice time with Dill coming yeah. soon. 
And, uh, you know, it's definitely a feature I always look forward to talking about, you know, some of them hockey players. So, <laughs> sure. Basketball and hockey, it's a great time of year. We got football wrapping up with some of the best teams, you know, actually starting to show what they have with their true colors. So, uh, you know, teams getting their full form, you know, this point in the season moving forward is uh, always a great time of year. So, Sure, sure. Um, so I'll go ahead and warm it up here. I got to say, boys, things are going well for sports here. Um, Celtics are going to be tied for first in the East after they beat the Cavs tonight. Gordon Hayward currently 7-7 with 16 points, just putting in some work on the boys up in Klee. <clears throat> so I think it might be in Boston. Either way, we're winning right now. Love it. Love to see it. Also... The Nets are not looking that great, which is very exciting to me. Uh, Kyrie decided to leave, and he's uh, not doing very well with the Nets. So I'm sure they'll write their ship, but just kind of interesting to see them. I know I got it over here. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <clears throat> to see them stumble a little bit um, out of the gate, but I'm sure they'll get it together. And they don't have to rant yet, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Um, they're playing with house money right now, but exciting to see, like I said. And gentlemen, good. God, the Miami flipping Dolphins. I love them. I love them all. Every single one of them. Even Chosen Rosen, Fitzmagic. Ugh, I can't believe it. They got the win against the Jets. The legend of Sam Darnold is just dwindling now. It's not looking good for him. Um, <clears throat> and it's just time to tank for Tua. Got to blow for Joe. Race for Chase. Let's get it, baby. The Bengals just need to tank, 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 tank. So we can get this number one pick. Get Andy Dalton out of there. Get somebody else in there. <clears throat> I'm really worried that Ryan Finley is just going to somehow be, like, quality enough to get us a couple wins. Then we're going to have, like, the fourth pick and miss out on everybody. And it's just going to be a bummer. So <clears throat> my, my it's a loaded draft, but... I don't know. I'm, it's yeah. I don't, I'm so happy that we're in the position we're in right now. So thank you to the Miami Dolphins. We appreciate it. So, without further ado, gentlemen, moving on to the first quarter. Little World Series recap. <clears throat> Just give your reaction to the Nationals winning the 2019 World Series. Took them seven games. Um, oddly enough, this is the first time in sports history where every game won was won by the road team. So very interesting uh, little tidbit about this World Series. Um, but, Doge, I'm going to swing it to you first. What was your reaction here um, to the World Series? Were you cheering for the Nationals? Did you want the Strohs? Um, you know, just give me, you know, your thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I was, you know, I, I really didn't have, you know, a team I was really loving over one another. If I was leaning one way or the other, you know, it, it really wasn't by a whole lot, but just wanted a really good series. Right. Uh, and that's really what we got, and especially to have the road team win every single game. Like you said, something that's never happened before in any of the professional seven-game series. So just really, really fun to see. Uh, it was kind of weird watching Game 7 and watching Garrett Cole get up to warm up like three times. And never come in. I mean, I, I understand what they were saying, that they weren't trying to, like, chase a lead with him. That if they were in, they were hoping to retain a lead. But the pass just never came alive for him. Right. And, you know, it was tough to see Granky get pulled. He was pitching an absolute masterpiece. Had only given up, like, two hits. He gives up one hard-hit ball 
and then a walk, and they pull him. I love he even it. still had the lead. And, I mean, if, if anything, I would regret that they took Ranky out more than that they didn't put Cole in. But it was it was a tough one for the Strohs to swallow. But really cool to see the Nationals win in dramatic fashion. Uh, Juan Soto, really young player, making some, some big plays uh, late in the series. Yeah. And for them to have never won a playoff series at all. <clears throat> right. Go in and win the World Series. Uh, really cool to see. So congrats to the, to the Nationals. Great series to watch, and uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Right, dude, Bryce Harper, who man, like that was just exactly. unbelievable. It's just hilarious because when he was signing with the Phillies, <laughs> right? He said, you know, I'm looking to bring a championship to DC. Right, dude. Maybe that and was he did. Right, but not making them sign him, sign the super mega contract that they would have offered him. Right. They were able to kind of fill up the now they just now they just have to do that for Rendon and Strasburg. <laughs> Yeah, now Strasburg's going to get some nasty deal. Yeah, you're right. And Rendon, he's up too. That's that's wild. It's going to be an expensive summer for the Nationals, I bet. But uh, you can't blame them if they just won the World Series. Like, you got to bring the boys back. So, Strasburg, unbelievable. 5-0 and in the playoffs. He's, he was nasty. He definitely deserved the MVP. Uh, Rendon, just as good. He just had every clutch hit you can think of. Soto was right there with him. Like, that one-two punch was just nasty, and it carried them the whole way, pretty much. Everyone else played a big part as well, but those guys specifically. Um, <clears throat> Doge, you're preaching to the choir over here with everything you said about A.J. Hinch and his decisions. Granky was crushing it. Cole should have come in. I'm such a firm believer in sports in general and just star power. And just, like, if you bring it, like, that guy, his name carries weight even. Like, batters are going to be like... Shoot, dude, that's Garrett Cole. Like, you got to think about that a little bit more than the other guy you've seen. And it's a different look. And I just, <clears throat> I don't know. You can't have him come up and down so much and then not bring him in when he's such a, a big piece of what that team was this year. Especially if you're hoping to sign him again this summer. Like, you can't not bring him in in the game seven of the World Series and expect to sign him. So it's like, I don't know. They clearly probably thought he wasn't coming back. But I just kept thinking, like, how are they not putting Cole in? And then the game was over. And they didn't have time to put him in. So, I don't know. I think they're going to – A.J. Hinch is going to think about that one for a long, long time. Uh, Big D, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of with where they pulled Granky, the Nationals and Dave Martinez allowed Strasburg to pitch through what he did in game uh, six. Um, I mean, he had the two early runs and um, – <laughs> too funny he had the two early runs uh in game six but other than that he shut him down and went you know eight and a third so um like you guys are saying if you know Granky stays in you know that game's a totally different game um i agree with you does that you know the one hard hit ball i know like as a pitcher like i would hate to be pulled for that situation because it's like all right like he's like one person squared me up once you know what i mean yeah like the percentages are still in your favor. It's not like the momentum has totally shifted because this guy just blasted a 500 foot home run. If the, if he hit it so far where it literally went over the train and you're just like, okay, like uh, they're seeing him a little bit better. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. I think that he, he was trying to get a little bit too smart for his, his own good almost. You know what I mean? Like he was trying to overdo the bullpen and, 
um, with the urge to have the best matchup with uh, righty lefty lefty righty. Okay, what are the numbers when? And when you have these teams that are so analytical in baseball that you start taking the human factor out of it. Well, so, so yeah. So the big argument for taking Granky out is because this will be like the third time the batters have seen him. So I've since then that guy hit the home run. Like, oh, you got to take him out. And it's like, I just think you got to give him at least one more batter with the way he's been dicing and, like, the way he's been in this postseason in general. Right. So, like, I don't know. I can hear that argument, but you can make the same argument for the guy they put in, uh, Miller, who's been, you know, their <clears throat> closer or whatever, relief pitcher the whole series. So, like, they've seen him plenty of times, yeah. if not more than three times. So, I don't know. I just think it was a, a, a large mistake that was very public. Yeah, but <laughs> I think that the Nationals overall took the series. I mean, they, they just scrapped their way to wins. You know? Oh, 100%. And they I they that always that was, came back. Like, they deserved it. They earned it. Don't get me wrong. That was something, like, I mean, I remember when we were watching the uh, game against the Brewers, and I was like, damn, dude, like, they're, I don't know if I said they're going to win it, but I know I said, like, damn, dude, like, there's something about, like, them going far, because, like, the way that they won that game, they just showed something that, um, I don't know, just special teams have, and obviously they had it. Because the Astros were clearly the better roster. I mean, if you put them, you know, up against one another, you would say, okay, like on paper, the Astros should should win. Yeah, and like... And they were 14 know. games better in the regular season. Like, um, no doubt, I the Nationals earned every bit of this World Series, but I'm never going to not think that the Astros lost this by not playing their best player in Game 7. Like, Sure. Like, I mean, it's that's, big, what, it's, that's what I'm going to remember. It could be one of the this. biggest, like, what-if World Series moments in our, like, in our generation. Yeah. You know, like, the what-if, like, damn, like, oh, my God, man, if he would have been able to do Especially that. Especially when he like, walks, because did you see after uh, the game, he, like, didn't wear Astros gear and, like, said he was a free agent or something? I know he like tweeted at something like at the Astros fans like thank you for the time like you know I've learned a little about baseball or a little bit about uh, pitching too and it was just right. like just the fact that he just said like I learned a little bit about pitching too just right. like <laughs> that's how I read it like that's funny. just kind of okay in a, in a negative connotation per se I heard the Phillies are knocking on the door the Yankees and the Dodgers but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a bidding war for who can just throw the most cash at them. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, if you're Garrett Cole, you're like, okay, all of these teams are really good, and then you're putting me on there. Yeah, right. I know I'm a fucking stud. Champ, I mean, yeah, like, he's a monster. I was going to say champ, but they didn't play him, so. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right, let's move on then. Did you have any final thoughts, Doge, I guess? We've hit it all here, I feel like. No, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with him in free agency. I agree. A lot of big names out there, for sure. Strasburg oh. opted out, too. So he'll probably just get he, more money. Uh, but he's but just trying to get paid. I'll say he'll just get more money. Paid. Can't leave. I wouldn't, but who knows? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Second quarter, folks. The big game. They got a good old-fashioned who you got and why. Who you got? L LSU, number one in the country. Well, I guess we don't know what the top yeah, 25 rankings are. Live rankings come out in 51 <clears throat> minutes. So we might have to update this. Either way, they've been number one. Bama, number two, last time I looked. 
So we got a big old number one versus number two. LSU going to Bama. Oh, boy. It's going to be a good one. Dill, I'm going to pass it to you first. What do you got here? Who you got and why? LSU, their quarterback situation's better than Alabama's. I think that the team is rather equal for the first time in many years. Yeah, I'll give you that. And I think that the Alabama fans know this. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to play a huge factor in our you-know-what's not way bigger than yours the entire game. You know what I mean? Because you watch their home games and you look like you're like, you cocky sons of bitches. Right. I don't know if we're going to see that. We're going to see a little bit of those faces where they're just like. A little ghost face Alabama players, maybe? They're just seeing ghosts like Sammy D. Sammy D. Eesh. So <clears throat> those are my three factors. Sure. Doge, what about you? Who you got? I think I am also tipping the scale just a little bit towards LSU on this one. Tua is still, as of going into today, a game-time decision for the game. Still, you know, come game time, will only be three weeks off of a high ankle sprain, the opposite ankle of the one that he had injured previously. He hasn't practiced at all, too, you know? Yeah, and I think, you know, the two offenses, comparatively, the the LSU offense was averaging 46.8 points a game. Uh, this year, the Alabama offense is averaging 48.6 points a game, but that's with Tua. So, I mean, even if he does play, I still don't think he's going to be 100%. And even going into Bama, I still think I'm going to tip the scale a little bit in favor of LSU and Coach O over the, over the Crimson Tide. So, I think one thing, you know, you, we TJ uh, I were pointing out earlier this week is that this is a 3.30 game. Yeah. This is this is not you know an eight p.m. whiteout you know Penn State bright lights you know this I mean I understand it's Alabama but still they're you know I wish this was the night game man it right. should be like this just, this, hey, this just a, it has to be this should be the cherry on top this is how we should end our Saturday like and right. we're not going to we're gonna end it with a Pac twelve game Ugh. with some dirty that. fumbles at the end. Dirty fumbles. <laughs> Watch. Hey, Watch. Listen up, it, I mean, if it happens, we are. I called it because we already know. <laughs> we here? Yeah. All right. We we are. All right. So we're live. Let me give my points here. First of all, I want to concede and say that LSU absolutely has. An improved offense, and this teams are a lot closer than I think it's been in a long time. Like, there's no way they're going to go in there and score three points. Like, I just, that's, I don't believe that. It's not going to be their national championship game when it was what right. nine to yeah. six. Right, that's not happening either. What? But listen, gentlemen, <laughs> the media—they did LSU dirty by making them number one going into this matchup. So Saban's just oh. Look, a little bit more fuel. They don't think we're the best. Throw that in there. They're at home. That's some more fuel. He's got an extra week to prepare because everybody and their brother had a bye last week, which I think is so lame. But whatever. Teams do it. It is what it is, and this is why they do it, so they can prepare for big games like this. 
So I'm not going to bet against Nick Saban with extra time to prepare, even though LSU is a lot better. And I don't. I think this is going to be like a, a thriller game, similar to like the Georgia Alabama national championship, where it's going to come down to the wire. I think Tua is going to play. I think that uh, he definitely will look hobbled and won't be as mobile. But I think he's going to play just because it's this game. Like I think he's going to be that's why he got this. going into it. Oh, they're not going to tell him right. that he's playing until literally he's going to walk out there and be like, oh, right. I'm playing. Right. Like, that's what Saban's doing for sure. So, so they have to play for him playing. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> like, I'm betting he's going to play. So, I think it's going to be a great game. I think when, like, if, not when, I guess if Joe Burrow and the boys win this, this will be a, the Heisman moment for him if he wins. But I'm still taking Alabama here. I, I'm not going to bet against Saban with extra time. So... I would love for LSU to prove me wrong, though. I'm going to be rooting for the Tigers, no doubt. His efficiency has just been too good. I just love. I'm like I'm just like I know Bro. you guys are big Gator guys, but like I've always been a lucky. <clears throat> like LSU's, I just I love rooting for those guys. They always have crazy good dudes, like just to root for. Not like, oh, like I love like that's a great guy, but like Odell, fun to watch. Like freaking Jarvis, fun to watch. Joe Burrow's fun to watch. Like. Patrick yeah. Peterson, fun to watch. Yeah. Randall. Honey Badger, fun to watch. Leonard Fournette was there. Yeah, Fournette. Yep. His brother's there now. Yeah. Either way. <clears throat> They've had fun guys. That's that's no doubt. They've had fun guys. But Another fun fact to toss in there is that Tossin. LSU has lost eight straight to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not good. They haven't lost eight straight to another team since Florida in like the eighties and nineties. Sure, the boys. Chomp, 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 chomp. Speaking of, dude, rough. Just quick topic change. Rough outing again. Well, not rough outing because you guys didn't look terrible, but against the dogs, the Bulldogs, the biggest tailgate of the year. Yeah. Bummer, but I don't know. It's tough when you're running the backup guy, even though I think he's probably better than Felipe Franks. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know. Was it Trask? Is his name right? Kyle. Yeah. Kyle Trask. Yeah, Kyle, because he looks such like a Kyle, dude. Ugh. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> you're not a Kyle. You're a Doge. <laughs> Way different. Yeah, you're right. You know, if you're rock, if you start rocking the solo goatee, though, you're gonna start trending the it. other way. It's not in the jeans. Exactly, that's why you're not a Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> Case proven. Audience, go look at Kyle Trask. Tell me he doesn't look just like a Kyle. Pull it up right now. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he looks like one. Yeah. Um. Any other big college stuff going on here this weekend? Any implication games we got worth mentioning? Um, Penn State, Minnesota, I guess, is a biggish one. Yeah, five first 13. Minnesota's you know unbeaten. They're ahead of Iowa and Wisconsin and their side of the division. So sure. that's huge. Or their side of the conference. So right. that's huge. Right. Um, trying to see. I thought there was one more. Um, a little research here. Speaking of those two teams, Iowa and Wisconsin are playing each other this weekend. Oh, there you go. In Wisconsin. Sure. Well, Madison. Yeah. I mean, the... Uh... No, light week. Another light week. Yeah. 
Dang. Florida has a virus Vanderbilt. Okay, so. so then seriously then, what the heck is the late game? For real. Now I'm now I'm intrigued. Like if you can only come up with one other good game, then I don't I'm probably gonna be upset when it's something that sucks. So uh, There's going to be people out there that are like, this game's going to be fucking great. All right, these are the three games I'm going to give you on, on national TV at, at night. ESPN at 7 o'clock. Oh, man. 5-3 and three Missouri versus Georgia. ABC on 7... Uh, or 7.30 on ABC. Clemson at NC State. Oh, that's kind of a good game, right? Clemson by 31 and a half. Oh. Isn't NC State ranked? No, they're four. Oh, that was Iowa, Wisconsin already. Yeah, that was the one game he came up with. They're playing like at uh, four o'clock on Fox. Yeah, Penn State, Minnesota is good, and so is Iowa, Wisconsin. I cannot believe they're not doing Penn State, Minnesota like at ABC. <laughs> so they're doing uh, Iowa State. Shout out to Matt Campbell, previous Toledo coach, <laughs> at Oklahoma. Shout well, I don't think Boise State is the night game that they're doing. Boise State is the 10-15 game. Yeah, that's like the late. Iowa State, Oklahoma is the 8 o'clock. On Fox. Yeah, dude, on ABC at 7.30, they have Clemson, who's just going to absolutely rail NC State. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is this is such a damn shame. They're like 32-point favorites. Who decides this stuff? I don't know. Like, how do they not just give? How do they not just give us a ring and go? We're thinking about put Alabama LSU at three thirty. We go, no, 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 no. You make that the night game, and they go, what do you mean? We go, that's going to be the number one, number two matchup. I promise you, or you know, something similar to that. And then here it is, and now we're just watching at three thirty, and we have nothing to do the rest of the day because everybody's going to be so fifty points ahead of the other team. The money line on Clemson is minus eight thousand. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, doing? they're they're thirty one and a half point favorites. Can't wait to win eight pennies. Like I'm not betting on that. Right, Missouri Georgia's a seven o'clock ESPN game. Right, which is also a butt. Like uh, yeah, Georgia's seventeen point favorite in that. This is garbage. Yeah, this All is this garbage. Oh, and then in case you have the ACC network and get a uh, number fifteen Notre Dame versus Duke, so that's cool. Notre Dame's only an eight point favorite against Duke, who's four and four. Yeah. That's wild to me. I mean, think about it. If you're on the road, if you're on the road, you're plus three or uh, minus three or whatever for home. So really it's like if it was a neutral, it would probably be like minus 11, you know, if you think about it that way. Sure. Which makes a little bit more sense. I don't know, dude. I bet it will be like a 10-point game. Who? Notre Dame Duke. Uh-uh. Maybe. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Notre Dame hasn't looked good. You're right, but... I don't know. They haven't looked great, but they haven't looked awful. Duke is Duke. They're not, like... Danny Jones ain't there anymore. Yeah. Alright. We need to take a break. We need to cool off after that ridiculous college schedule. And and roll into halftime, gentlemen. So, Doge, while we're taking this quick break... Let us know where you can find the clubhouse specific stuff. You can find us on Facebook, the clubhouse clubhouse. One word there for you. If you roll over to Twitter and Instagram, you'll find us at clubhouse underscore TCSN for the cheap seats network. 
and uh, we're going to be posting some good stuff. Oh, yeah. We're about to get it rolling here soon. Give us a follow. Give us a like. It's, it's, Tell me what you like to see. Yeah, we're about to get we're about to we're about to get it popping here. Maybe having uh some merch coming out soon, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, keep your ears open. Keep teaser. Yeah, just keep your ears open. <laughs> according to Dill. Keep your keep your follows on and follow us. Keep your eyes open info. and your ears reared. Your ears reared. <laughs> Dill. Or no, yeah. Do you, uh, did you do Insta Doge or no? Yeah, okay. Twitter. Yeah, Insta-Doge. I was just saying, I thought you did them both, but I want to make sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I just wanted to tell them about the merch. I was too excited. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Big D. Yeah. Where can we find this cheap seats network stuff? If you're looking for good tickets but cheap seats, <laughs> you can check us out. Good tickets. On Facebook and Twitter at the Cheap Seats. Network. Yeah. For Facebook. <laughs> Check us out. The Cheap Seats Network on Facebook. Sure. And then on Twitter, it's The Cheap Seats SN. Is it going to be this time? <laughs> I couldn't say it. Move forward. <laughs> okay. Well, he's got nothing. Just You can't come up with any SN. <laughs> I normally go with just like my stupidest gut reaction, and I can't say it. Well, go to your second gut reaction. It's really just. Dosh, give me an S word and an N word. Right, let me try it again. Let me try it again. Space Nebula. Yes, it stands for Cheap Seats Space Nebula. Hold on. Yep. That's what the SN stands for. <laughs> Cheap Seats Sports Network. Check us out at the Cheap Seats Space Nebula. <laughs> oh, that's sure, sure. Check us out on Twitter. All right, let's move on, boys. Third Please. quarter. We got to get it going here, boys. NFL. Guess the lines, week ten. Ooh, ooh. I've been enjoying these segments. I don't know about you, boys, but I'm liking this. We're gonna maybe roll out a little new feature at the end of this part, but let's. Let's roll through a couple of these lines. Uh, we got a couple games we're going to guess the lines on, and then I'll check them here as we go. So, first game we got Raiders at Chargers. Uh, both teams coming off wins here. Both teams on a little upswing. Um, Dill, what do you got for the line here? All right. Where is it against? At Chargers. Raiders at Chargers. You need some time to think. Just thinking. Okay, so just, <laughs> need some time to Because they just had a good. They both just came off really good wins. Like I said. Yep. So that's you know a little bit difficult. Uh, I'm saying Chargers minus two. Chargers minus two. Doge. I'm gonna go just a bit off of Dill, and I'll take the Chargers minus two and a half. Oh, I was so close to doing that too. I'm just going <laughs> with a straight up pick them. Just even. Wow. Even. Okay. Oh, God dang. Wow, that was close. <clears throat> I had 15 seconds to hit okay before I was going to have to log back in. So that was a nice little save there. Oh, give it to me. I'm closest, I think. Minus one. <clears throat> That's a split. So you and, you and Dill tie. Yes, we tie. Okay. Yeah. 
the split. Good shit. Good split. Good shit. Good split. Good split. Good split shit. All right. Moving on. Next game. Giants at the Jets. <laughs> Lovely game. Uh-huh. I picked this one because this one is just like... Bleh. So... Big D, back to you. So, do you think that... Yeah, who do you think Vegas likes here, the Giants or the Jets? Well, I'm saying, like, do you think that it really counts as, like, a home field advantage for the Jets? Well, the Jets season ticket holders will get their seats for this one. Right. Over, over the Giants. Right. And, like, you know, you're going to be going to the visiting locker rooms. Right, that might suck. Like, that's kind of strange. Yeah. Um... It's just weird to think about, you know what I mean? Like it's just this only happens like in one stadium right now. It's gonna be in the second one here in a second. Uh, I would say Giants minus uh, one and a half. Wow. Okay. Doge. I will take the Jets minus one. I'm gonna go with the good old pick home field. I listen. I was gonna go with the pick 'em, but I'm not going to. Again. I thought about it. I'm going just good old home field. Jets minus three. Wow. Wow. I think I'd have bounced back at some point, dude. You'd think. No. One might think. <clears throat> Jets are plus two and a half. Mm. You know, if you, if you asked me who the better team was, I probably would say Giants. But the Jets were able to beat the Cowboys. So it's Giants I, minus two I think half. recently you're right. I would think the Jets have a better team, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just don't think the Giants are that good. They're both bad. They're I would say they just pulled butt, but Saquon Barkley's good. Yeah, I mean... Lev's good. Saquon's dope. That makes sense. What did you say? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I'm not going to argue it. What was your I gave the Jets minus one, but... Everybody was minus. They were going to give Jets home field advantage. No, I said Giants minus one and a half. Oh, so then you were right. Yeah, Dill... Because I did the the other conversion. Yeah, right, I flipped it. Right. That's why I was, like, trying to convert my head and make sure I was hearing it correctly. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, moving on, then. Next game. Yeah. All right. All right, boys. Moving on to the next game here. Falcons at Saints. Doge, I'll swing it to you first this time. What do you got for the line? At Saints. I like like New Orleans here. Minus five and a half. Ooh. Dill? I was going to say Saints 7.5. Let me check my my my, mark, my notebook here, what I had. I have Saints minus 7. Ooh. <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, you never bet against the Saints at home. We've got... <laughs> Saints are minus 13. Yeah. Double down on them. Double down on him. We should take this one. Yeah, we yeah. Well, 
Cam. I don't know, dude. Thirteen's a big line. Divisional game. I know the Falcons are trash this year, but still. Dan Quinn's about to get fired hardcore, bro. Oh, this bro. might be the game. Thirteen is big, man. I I'm not taking that bet. I'm, I'm with you, Doug. That's too big. Atlanta just came off the bye. Hooper needs to have a big bye week. Also, I don't know how this hasn't came up yet, but Doge with the epic win this week against me in fantasy. How, how, how why would we bring that up? Because like we played each other in fantasy, like it was just like a, two out of the three of us played each other. Like if you and I play each other, or I you just don't want to bring it up because my team's so bad in that league. It just <laughs> I'm not good in that league either. That was a huge win for me. I know, and like, dude, I I've been getting just waxed in my two fantasy leagues on like close wins or like. Somebody goes off, and, like, the guy just scored in my other league. I scored 150, I think, and he scored 100 or 211. It's like, okay, well. That's insane. Like, Russell Wilson had 74 points in that league. I have a classic case of, like. What even is the scoring in that league? 10 points per pass, like, you know, or, like, 10 yards per passing point. Not 25. That's bad EQB points for So I didn't know that going into the draft either. So, like, that's, like, something, like. So I mean, you're out here taking like I have. I think Philip Rivers and Drew Brees are my two quarterbacks. Oh man, boo hoo! I mean, yeah, but he's gonna just be lighting it up now, especially against yeah. the Falcons at home. Right, minus thirteen. <laughs> I have to double check you there, but I'm pretty sure it's him. All right, moving on. Yep. Nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo. Bills at Brownies. Dill, we'll go to you first. You going to put some confidence in you boys? <laughs> Bills at Browns. <clears throat> um, I think the Browns are going to be like minus one. <clears throat> Doge? I'm going to take the Bills in this one. Minus two and a half. Ooh. I'm going Bills minus four. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> Dude, they just lost some <clears throat> freaking who, Allen? Like, what? Who was that guy? I can I can see Doge's line for sure. Well, it is minus two and a half. To the Browns. To the Brownies. What? That's a bet we're taking, gentlemen. <clears throat> Bills getting points? Bills yeah, let's take the Bills. Let's got to take the Bills. This can... is a must win for the Browns, I believe, though, too. This is a must-win for Freddie Kitchens. You're right. <clears throat> that doesn't mean anything to me. He's not like, good. Have you get, Have you guys seen the uh, the meme <laughs> circle? Meme the what? Have, have you seen the meme that's circling around where they have Fred from uh, Scooby-Doo, and he's like right in front of Freddie Kitchens. He's like, now that we've caught you, Freddie, let's see who you really are. And he pulls off Freddie Kitchens' face and his huge accent. I've oh. seen those. They're so funny. <laughs> it kills me, dude. They've been... <laughs> Just a, such a poorly coached team. I literally, <clears throat> I just said they to TJ terrible. that they look just as bad, if not worse, than when they did with you because they have better players, but they look the same. So it's like they they actually look worse. You'd at least think Hugh Jackson would figure out a way to get Odell Beckham Jr. the ball, and like I can't believe I'm complimenting Hugh Jackson. All right, like that's how bad it is. Yeah, that guy, that guy fucking sucks. So never mind. Just yeah. move it on. They both suck. <clears throat> speaking of Kitchens, sucks, you speak, need to move it on. Speaking of sucks, Ravens and Bengals. Bengals freaking suck. It's awesome. We're gonna Ravens be terrible. Bengals. Yes. Okay. 
This is the next one. Yes. Doge. Uh, Ravens minus twelve. Ooh. <laughs> I got hey, I got minus I got minus ten, so don't feel that bad. <laughs> Realistic. I'm with you. I have my. I have minus ten. I think twelve is definitely in there. That way they can get that sneaky thirteen. I think the Vegas setting it like that. Ravens eight and a half. Dude, you are generous. Hey, I've gotten how many out of these? But, but I'm just. You're right. I guess you're four out of the four, four or five, five out of the five. <laughs> You've gotten four out of four. If that's um, you got over and then the Browns. That would be one, two, three, four. So that's four. And you didn't get this one because it is minus ten, boy. All right, all right. Teach hits it. <clears throat> Next I'm one. still over. Next one, boys. And we tied on uh, Raiders Chargers, by the way. Well, okay. Like I'm just saying, I'm like just letting you know, <clears throat> like, don't get your all your <laughs> don't let all the, the picks go to your head, guys. I'm the- Rams at Steelers, big shot. Who you're going first? <laughs> Rams at Steelers. Rams are coming off a bye. Steelers are hurt still, but their defense is just Tomlin good. Tomlin good. The standard is the standard. Um, I'm thinking Rams <clears throat> minus five and a half. I have Rams minus two in this one. Doge? I'll say Rams minus three. Vegas says... Rams minus four. Do I get that one? You got it, Doge. Yeah. Let's go! Give me a point. He's on the board. I needed that. All right, right back at you then. Vikings at America's team. The boys. In Jerry World. By the way, since week five, Kirk Cousins with the uh, highest pass rating with the 137. So, just keep that in mind. No, coming, not off, a, the, coming off the... Not enough, I would say not enough to beat Kansas City without Patrick Mahomes, though. So, yeah. take that how you will. Um, I'm going to say it's a close one, but I'm going to give the boys minus one. I really wanted to call it a pick'em here. Ooh, pick'em! Wow, I don't know what that was. But I'm going. <clears throat> not you. I'm going boys minus three. Standard home field. Jerry World. Come mm. on. It's Jerry's world. Cowboys two minus two. Cowboys two. Yeah. Minus two. Cowboys minus three. Ugh. Let's yeah. go. Give them the, the three points for home. That's fair. That's just a good even matchup. Let's see. So, like, you the the pick makes sense. Yeah. yeah, right, right. <clears throat> yeah. Final game here for the for the old guess the lines. Monday night. That was the Sunday night game, by the way. Monday night. Finally a good Woo! game. Like, thank Woo! goodness. Say your P's and your Q's. We finally have a good game. Seahawks at 49ers. The undefeated 49ers against potential, and we'll talk about this later, MVP Russell Wilson. I'll go first here. 
Standard home field, give it to me again. Niners minus three. I think this is going to be a good game, but I think the Seahawks are a respectable <laughs> opponent. So I'm going Niners minus three. Doge? The Niners have the home field. I'll give them that three, but I'll give them an extra point, too, and put them at minus four. Ooh. Oh, dang. This is going to be a close one because I wanted to give an extra point and a half at minus four and a half. Oh, you doing it? <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> Niners minus six. Oh, dang. Dang. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, it makes Seahawks sense. Plus six could be a good look. It could be a great look, dude. Yeah. This could be part of our next our next topic here. The like part, which, ladies and gentlemen, is something we're going to bring it to you every week, or maybe not every week, every pod, since we're you know, not doing every week now. We're, we're just getting them going when we can. I'm trying to get them every week. But it is the bets. For the boys, parlay. Similar to Pardon My Takes Can't Lose Parlay, we're going to bring a couple uh, you know, games that we think are can't lose bets and throw them all together for a parlay each week that we think you guys should bet on. And I guarantee, maybe, that they're going to hit every week because, you know, why not? And I think, you know, we've got a lot of good insight. Dylan and I uh, were, uh, what did we go? Four of eight this weekend in our bets, so we we are fifty percent, which is a good start. So, you know, hopefully we can get that number up. But yeah, this was uh this was what I was mentioning a little good bit. Good intro, yeah. Um, you know, in my in my warm up with the lightning because that was the first game that we actually bet on. Yeah, terrible. And at eighteen fifty seven to go in the first period, the New Jersey Devils scored against the Lightning. I looked over at TJ. I go, dude, you've got to be kidding me. And I just start laughing. By the way, we bet the lightning spread plus one and a half. So minus, they had to win. minus one and a half. Minus one and a half, excuse me. So, so they, they had to win by two. And they won in overtime by one. So And it was seven six, to six. Dude. It was six oh. five for two minutes with an empty net, and they ended up tying it with like forty seconds to go, six six to take it in overtime. And it was like, dude, I'm watching on ESPN, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I think the Devils had 51 shots, whereas the Lightning had, like, 28. And it was just, like, every single statistic, New Jersey just this is not a good. Us. This is not a good intro into our can't-lose parlay. And, uh, well, it was just funny because it was our first actual bet. But we've done well on other bets. We and, parlayed uh, uh, Texans-Eagles this weekend. That hit, folks. So there's a success story for you. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've won money. Real, <laughs> we've spent real money, and we've won real money. So it's, it's fun, you know? So... The little parlay This week, are there? I'll read through these lines real quick, and if there's any that stand out to us, we'll throw these in maybe a little parlay here um, for the weekend, or we'll we'll tweet one out later. But I'll just read a couple. We have the ones we talked about. Yeah, just do. Uh, do but the ones we haven't talked about are do all the minus ones. You know what I mean? So either yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna do the home lines actually. Whatever. Either way. Buccaneers or Cardinals are at the Buccaneers and the Bucks are minus four. We have the Detroit Lions going to Chicago face the Bears. The Bears are minus two and a half. Ooh. Ooh, the Lions plus right there, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's so that's a little asterisk. Back pocket that one. That's right? an asterisk. The Colts at home against the Dolphins are minus ten and a half. Is Brissett playing? He's uh, he's out. He, yeah, I don't think he's playing. So I don't know about Brian Hoyer. Dolphins back to back wins. Plus they play Plus the Jets. Plus no, they play kidding. the Jets. Ed, Ed, I just say that to piss that off. They literally play the Jets another time too, so they kind of threw wins this year. 
Oh my god, if they beat the Jets twice. Alright, moving on. <laughs> Panthers, without Cam Newton, on IR, rest in peace. He's probably not going to play there ever again. Are visiting the Packers, minus 5.5 to Green Bay there. That could be a little sprinklage for Green Bay, especially after getting popped by L.A. And uh, Allen said San Diego. Their quarterback, Kyle Allen, hasn't looked great against um, you know the top 15 defenses that he's faced. Right. So. So that's those are all the games that we have. Is any any stuck out to you guys from the ones that we said or those? Um, I like the Lions. I like the Seahawks. Both getting points in their matchups. Yeah, you said the Ravens. The Ravens minus ten could still be a good look. That's a no doubt to me. That's a no doubt. I think. I think that that's a no doubt even when the Bengals aren't zero eight. I disagree. We can beat the Ravens, just not this year. Like, no way. We've done it before. We used to beat the Ravens once a year. Andy Dalton actually loves to beat the Ravens, but he's not playing because we benched him on his birthday two hours before the trade deadline. So, gotta love the org. Gotta love the org. Not as bad as the Redskins, though. We didn't uh, misdiagnose cancer on our star left tackle, Trent Williams. That's terrible. I would not do anything with the Redskins at all. Ever. Um... Okay, so we got to go Lions. I think we all kind of perked up with that one. Yep. Um, Seahawks plus six. I think that's a lot of points. I think we take Seahawks plus six, too. I'm just going to put this in right now. I'm putting this in right now. Um, <clears throat> and then we said... The Ravens, Ravens, the Lions, yes. and the Seahawks are my three. I think I like that. I like that. What about the Green Bay line? That's a tough one because McCaffrey could go off. And I think we got to wait and see, too, if like who's on healthy with Green Bay later in the week. I think we could bet parlay that one later because I, dude, I'm telling you, one I like too is, and like, call me crazy, Saints minus thirteen at home. I think is just like it's sitting there asking because I to be to be picked coming off a bye too. So maybe we can get that. Maybe that'll drop down a little bit by the end of the week and it'll be like ten or something. We can pick that up, but. I think we go Ravens right now. Ravens, Lions, Seahawks? Yeah. Ravens minus 10, yeah. Lions plus 2.5 and, and Seahawks plus 6. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let me see what we're going to get for that. Yeah, let's, let's do a little calculation. <clears throat> hey, toss it. We'll do a little shout-out here. We're looking up our bets on – where are we at? I don't want to get it wrong. BetOnline.ag, and we're getting our our you know bet calculator here, which we like to use to just see what our parlays are making when we're just racking in this cash from the ActionNetwork.com. So just check that out. Um, let's do a little ten spot on this, boys. So we got minus one ten. We got another minus one ten, and then we got a minus. 104. Yeah. Okay, gents. This is going to be a great one. Let's double check this, though. See where we're at. Keep it consistent. All right. We're going to put that in. This is probably some great potting since nobody's saying anything. I'm just sitting here typing, but we'll be able to delete it. Boys. The bets for the boys parlay is in. We've got the Seahawks. 
plus six. We've got the Lions plus six, and we've got the Ravens minus ten. Lions Lions are plus two and a half. Oh, excuse me. Yes. I wish we had plus six. Yeah, we're. (laughs) That'd be unreal, goodness. Right. That'd be a line. That'd be a bet the house on. That'd be a line. I'd be a lion. <laughs> uh, no. You'd be a lion. All right. Moving on. What <laughs> odds are you getting for that? Uh, total here? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the combined odds are, but they're minus 104, minus 110, minus 110. So put a little five spot on it to win 30 bucks. So. Okay, six, six to one. Yeah. Yeah, six to one. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <clears throat> Kitty action over there. Yep. All right, let's move on. Topic two here for the NFL. Who is your MVP so far? I think this is a little up for debate action here. I think there's a lot of great players making their case so far. So without further ado, Doge, I'll pass it on to you first. Who yeah. is your MVP so far in the NFL? He's taken uh, – he's taking on the the undefeated 49ers this week and we're we're betting on him i like him uh russell wilson quarterback for the seahawks uh, taking his points baby he's been playing really well yeah through nine games he has 22 touchdowns and only one interception so he protects the ball he's kept them close in every single one of their games brought them back from Larger deficits. This past week, they were down two touchdowns to the Buccaneers. Came back one at an OT. That was uh, a crazy game. Like 350 yards and five touchdowns this past week. He's been playing really well. You know, gets out of trouble and, and finds the open man. I really like his odds, especially if they continue to win in, in one of the toughest divisions in football right now. So uh, I'm, I'm giving Russell Wilson the slight nod, although I know you're going to bring up one T that I think is is just a pretty safe bet as well. Yes, dude. So I'll go next, and no disrespect to Mr. Wilson, because I think he brings an incredible case to this conversation. <clears throat> or, uh, you know, probably Lamar as well, after his big win in New England. But to me, it's got to be Derry Sanders, my boy, run CMC, Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers. Currently the third player in history averaging 150 yards from scrimmage per game through the first half of the season, that is, so far. So let's see if we can keep that up. But the only other players to ever do that were Matt Forte in 2011 when he had a killer year for the Bears there and was just doing, like, was I think a 50% of their offense. And then Jim Brown in 63. So uh, really good seasons by both of those guys. And Jim Brown, a legend there. So he's also carrying a backup QB, I guess the starting QB for the rest of the year now that Cam's out. Kyle Allen, who nobody's heard about ever, and they're winning games, and Kyle Allen's 5-1 and one behind McCaffrey, and he's every time you look around, he's got a, a touchdown or a reception touchdown. And so just a couple other stats here. Um, 850 rush yards um, already this season, so like just a ridiculous amount there. And then receiving um, – <clears throat> where are these at here? He's got – 363 receiving yards already on 42 receptions. So averaging about eight and a half yards per reception for a running back, which is ridiculous. So he's catching it and running the ball, pretty much the Panthers offense. And that's why I think he's the MVP. Cause if you took him off that team, I'm not sure what they would be, 
But like I said, Russell Wilson or maybe even Lamar or some other guys have a great case for the MVP. So, Dill, I'll pass it on to you. But I got McCaffrey. Dozier's got Wilson. You got either of those guys or are you going for somebody else? Um, <clears throat> so I think somebody in the, uh, the other side of the game. Ooh, a little defender. No. Oh. The other side of the Carolina Packers game. Oh. What about the boy Rodgers? Rodgers. I mean, he's having a hell of a year. He's got, what, 2,400 yards, 17 TDs, and two picks from what I just looked up. Can't lose to the Chargers, though. Um, Yeah, I mean, that was definitely something where it was one of those games where you kind of look at it and you say, hmm. You know, looking back on it midway through the season, it may, may have not been the best game. But I think at the end of the year, you know, when they end up going, what, 12-4, and four, you know, I think they probably will end up being something like that, you know. Leading the NFC because, um, let's see who's out there. It's going to be San Francisco. San Francisco. Maybe it could be the Seattle Saints. this week. But, yeah, I think it'll be San Francisco. Um, those teams. And then uh, who's the – Dallas. Philly. Yeah, but, I mean, like, okay, so no. Like, <laughs> so no. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, as far as record-wise to hold, like, as far like, – Yeah, I, just I mean, like, maybe – Seeding. Seeding. Maybe, maybe the Rams. Five and three. Yeah. But I'm saying seed-wise. So, like – Yeah, like, potentially. If, if they get to, like, you know, the two seed – or three uh, three seed in the NFC, sitting at 12 and four behind a yeah, 13 but they could also be the wild card eights, behind eights the too. Vikings, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if they end up being the, the wild card, that's different. But, like, I, I'm not – Right. I think they're going to win the division. Sure. And I think that um, Rodgers is going to have a huge, you know, part of that. He's had some killer – like, both of those guys and McCaffrey, too. Everybody's had, like, MVP moments. Like, Russell Wilson's, yep. like, throw to lock it. Rodgers had that corner throw the other week. Um, I think – was that against the Chiefs, right? Or no? Um what am I thinking of? I know he just had this crazy one-handed throw in the back of the end zone. That was just absurd. The Chiefs, right? Yeah, I was just saying, I thought it was the Chiefs game, um, but I just wasn't sure. And then McCaffrey just has all these like ninety-yard runs or whatever. You know, it's just stupid. Right. Like, so he's just lightning in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, Like ever since that Stanford run when he uh, did it against what Iowa? I don't was it that the one. bowl game when he just? When, like he just had that when crazy Dodge. punt return that like no one thought he was going to make it. Do you know what I'm talking about, Doge? I have no idea what you're talking about. <sighs> I'm going to just pull it up and make sure I'm good. But yeah, anyway, keep going. Sorry. I'll find this out. No, that's all we got. You were the last mvp so I was just going to say everybody's had big moments, so it's like we've all picked good people. I think Lamar's moment was last night. I've brought him up a couple times. I think he could be a candidate. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to – is there anybody – maybe like – it's too bad Jacoby Brissett got hurt. He could have been one. But, like, I know he hasn't had flashy stats, but, like, that'd be a cool. I mean, if the Niners. Um, yeah, Jimmy G. If they remain undefeated, I wasn't going to say him. Bosa. I was going to say, like, Bosa, dude. Yeah. Deshaun Watson could still be in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, that's somebody who I'm surprised we haven't talked about yet. And, and Deshaun Watson and Hopkins really just carrying that team. He's been nasty. Nuke, nuke, nuke. Deshaun's yeah, Desha- been good. All right, let's move on then. Fourth quarter, NBA opening, you know, season. We had a first week, week or so here. Give us your opening reactions. Um, what have been some major headlines so far? What, who has exceeded your expectations? Who has underperformed? Um, <clears throat> I'll go first here, just a couple of points, then I'll, you know, come back at the end. Um, I already talked about the Celtics a little bit, but that's exciting. 
Um, fun fact of the night, the player leading the league in uh, usage rating, which means, you know, like how much were they're going to get the ball and, you know, run plays for them and score, et cetera, when they're in the usage rate, is Taco Fall, actually, hilariously enough. Because when, when we put him in the game, we use him. <laughs> but uh, he hasn't played very much uh, with us, so uh, he's been with the Red Claws. So that's fun fact. I think that just obviously major headlines, the Clippers and the Lakers are looking for real. Um, and then just another <clears throat> major thing. Uh, it's just a bummer to see the Warriors so banged up. I think they were going to be fun to watch this year. Or at least Steph was going to be, and now we're not going to get that for a long while. So um, just a bummer. So I'll touch on some other points here, but I'll let you go here, Doug. What have been some of your major headlines, or what have you, you know, reacted to uh, so far this opening week? Um, as far as like who's who's like performed well, who's underperformed, is that what you're looking for, really? Just you know, just give me like a little recap. I don't know, nothing. You can do that. It doesn't matter. Whatever just you're vibing with. Your your spin on the first two weeks of the. If event. you want to do underperformed, overperformed, you're yeah, you absolutely can. I was going to touch on that at the end here again, but I just oh, yeah, wanted to no, give I a couple I, things. I knew that was what we were my bad here. I knew that's what we were bringing up, but I guess I just skipped over something real quick. That's my fault. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as just headlines are concerned, you know, uh, it's looking like the Lakers are, are Anthony Davis's team, and LeBron, you know, is is the king. But uh, Anthony Davis has really, really yeah, played well, up some serious numbers early. Um, so I, I think that's been fun to fun to see. You know, people were wondering how all that would mesh. Uh, it's looking really good for him so far. Kawhi is going to produce no matter what team he's on, as you can see from early success with the Clippers. Yep. Uh, so that's been really fun to watch as well. Um, as far as headlines are concerned, yeah, the L.A. basketball is real. Right. No doubt. Uh, and just a, a poor one out, like you said as well, just to the Warriors. Um, had had a dynasty in an era that they that they were really, you know, just the best team in basketball and it's it's tough to see you know guys leave with with katie headed out and then injuries plague them so it's 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 tough for them definitely a taxing time for the warriors but we'll see how they can overcome and see if they they're able to muster up anything for this season but that's what happens when you leave oakland man <clears throat> you know um dill any quick headlines and then i'll go into my uh players that have performed underperformed i got a couple here yeah, I mean, I think overall it's just it feels good to have it back in the air. Like basketball is back in the conversation of, you know, like our day-to-day conversations or, you know, people who are in the sports realm. It's, you know, an everyday topic now. And there's always something happening in the NBA, which makes it so – which is, you know, what makes it so great. Um, you know, especially with how many games they have and um, the fact that there aren't many off nights. Whereas in the NFL, you can – you have a couple storylines that they like to drag out. You know what I mean? Sure. Whereas, like – Every night in the NBA, there's a new headline like "Holy crap, this guy dunked on so and so." Or can you believe Carl um, Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid got in this fight? Yeah, I mean, like, and then Ben Simmons just had him in a chokehold, and, and nobody the w- cares. And the right. WWE, you know, just uh, SmackDown like memes and stuff like that. Like, it's just it's good stuff, you know. Right. No. I think that um, I think what the Lakers are five and one coming into tonight, down seventeen and a half at Love Chicago. To Love to hear it. So kind of funny. Love to hear it. Um, Tanking against his team. Yeah, Davis. Yeah, coming out recently. That's funny. Um, <clears throat> so players that have performed and underperformed real quick. Uh, for me, what do you got, Dell? He's two of nine tonight. 
With four points, two rebounds, two assists. Again, it's not it's halftime. I know, I'm just saying, like that's not an AD halftime stat. And I just think it's funny per se, like I'm doing what the media does. I'm yeah, well, analyzing. Don't, uh, that's not what I don't need that. Get that shit out of here. It's some fake ass clickbait bullshit. Not he's ass. not going to Chicago because he's, saying he's going saying, to Chicago. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I just not, think it's funny and he's not in the playing bad. These are the facts. Because he said he's going to Chicago. I never said that. I just think I it's know, funny that he's playing bad. But you're thinking about saying it, and I don't even I'm like not. that you're thinking about saying it. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just reading stats. I'm this a stat is, guy. This is. It's a cold half. Facts. It's a cold half. LeBron has 16. Doge, we're referencing a video of Anthony Davis recently coming out and saying, hey, it's great to play at home. Like, there's nothing like playing in your hometown. And you know what? I'm a free agent next year. Yeah, dude, he was in front of a crowd of kids. Like, he's That's not going to tell them, no, I'm not coming. Right, I'm exactly. Ruin their dreams. Exactly. Right. But he's not going there. No. I agree. And he's not tanking against the Bulls <laughs> to go back like, to make no, it look No, you know like why? He's because there. he's going to have a 30-point second half, and they're going to win him by 15. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to figure it out. Or they're probably just getting run over by the fast young Bulls, would be my guess. Because Kobe White's probably just... I love Kobe White. <clears throat> he's a beast. Big fan. All right. Overperformed. Quicker than, you know... What do you got, Del Jeezel? Kobe White has 16. He's 6 and 11. Get sure. out of the stats and focus on improved players. All right. How We're many points does Kobe White's hair have? Two and a half. Give him more than that. It's a four. He's got four. Thank you. Okay. Before Dylan taps me with some stupid stat about a game nobody cares about, Bulls at Lakers or Lakers at Bulls beatness. Pascal Siakam looks super good, like a first-team All-NBA kind of guy, potentially. So look for him for improved players. I don't have full statistics on it. I didn't, didn't spend the time to look him up. I, I failed you, fans, but I got the eyeball I test. think he's 11th in the league in points per game right now. There you go. 12th with 26 behind Booker. There you go. 12th. And guess okay. who I was going to say next? Devin Booker was going to be the next name I mentioned. Dang. So there you go. 12th and... 13th in scoring there for you. Most improved. People that have not perf- that have not performed. Mike Conley has not looked super great with the Jazz so far. And uh, just the Nets in general have underperformed. The uh, <clears throat> Kyrie has looked stupid good, though. So it's kind of a little, you take it how you will. Because he's like just dropping 50 burgers. You're getting your classic seven boards, nine assists, Kyrie stat line. And it's fun to watch, but you're losing games. So, at least right now. And Kevin Durant will come in and it'll change everything. There's no doubt. But that's what I got. I don't have any statistics, but those are the eyeball tests for me. Doge, who you got? Underperform, I'm going to stick with the Jazz on this one, T. And Dude, I'm yes. Rudy Gobert is underperforming right now. Mm-hmm. He's tied for fifth with rebounds. He's getting 12 boards a game. That's good. Yes. He should be doing that. He has less than one assist a game at .9, and he's getting less than 11 points a game. And for the type of player that he is, that's a slow start in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. You guys are doing better than that if you're Rudy Gobert. You know, Donovan Mitchell may be in the spotlight on that team, but you, you pick up Mike Conley so he can give dimes to the big man down low. And that hasn't happened. Oh, back it up to um, ah, oh, gosh, I'm this is gonna 
bother me. Stats guy, get on this while you're here. What's uh, Nunn's first name for the Heat? This guy's been... Kendrick. Kendrick Nunn, dude. Overperforming everybody's expectations. I think he's averaging 22 right now. And he was in the G League last year, so nobody knew about him. And the Heat picked him up, I think, right before um, the playoffs or uh, you know the last day before you can sign guys. And he's just been a monster for them as a guard. So look out for him if you're watching the Heat play. 19 and a half. What did I say? You know who I love for the Heat? Jimmy Bizzle. Tyler Hero. Yes, dude. Oh, he's so good. He's fun to watch. Not so good, but good. Look out Look out for him making noise in the rookie of the year combo. You know who also is overperforming while we're just here? Jason Tatum just looks like a freaking machine so far. And Gordon Hayward. They're both, but I just didn't want to do Celtics. Bomba mentalities. Everybody on our team looks better, and it's awesome because we're having fun and we're not doing things that we shouldn't be. Like, they all just went to, like, a movie last night or something. Like, Marcus Smart's taking all the rookies out and doing stuff. It's exciting to see the boys being the boys. Especially when you're coming back against the Bucks. All right, Dill. Oh, yeah. oh. Can I hit my overperform? Yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Hit him. No worries. Uh, I'd say the guy that's that's doing better than I expected uh, in his second year in the league is Trey Young. Yeah. Fewer games played than most, um, so smaller sample size. But uh, he right now is 50% from three, 50% from the field. And he's seventh in the league in points per game. The only people that are ahead of him, let me make sure I get this right. Ooh, I have to it down here in the dock. The only people ahead of Trey Young in points per game are Harden, Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Jeez, oh. And then Trey Young is, is seventh. And he's playing less minutes a game than all of those guys. Right. So, I mean, he's... That's he's nasty. doing really great. So he's John Collins just got suspended for 25 games for PEDs, <laughs> so Trey Young's going to be stepping it up big time for them. Dude, what's funny about that is I was, and I said this to Dylan earlier, we both were like, when we saw him the first game of the season, we're like, dude, he looks huge. Like he just he looks like, like he man. looks like he just got big. He's he's like, he looks like a it man. It just now. makes sense, right? He's not a 20 year old boy from college, right? He's a fucking beast. Just anyway, yeah. Trey Young, by the way, seventh and uh, PER too. So for the player efficiency, there seventh you go. in that too. There you go. Run, run. I was gonna say, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> One above the LeBron James. Who's sure. Eighth. There you go. So, Dill, you got some underperformers, overperformers. So, uh, yeah, an overperformer. Um, just from some of the stat lines. I would have to say is Andre Drummond. Yeah, he's been looking good. I mean, he's got he's averaging I think it said nineteen point four rebounds a game. Yeah, dude, it is just dumb. And I think it's like nineteen or uh, twenty one point one points, nineteen rebounds. He just averaged in twenty twenty. Right? Like that's a that's a crazy stat line. Yeah. Um, that's nuts. You know, and especially if he can, I don't know. Let me see his free throw percentage, dude. I I haven't watched any of them because I just so his free throw haven't. percentage is back up to like sixty seven. That's exciting. Whereas before it was trash. Like yeah, it's bad. I'm not. Even early, there's only a couple below fifties. Well, no, 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 I'm saying but like right. before last season when he switched it right, up. Right, right. So I'm glad to see that he's actually improving because he's always I felt like. 
had the heart and like the will to like be good. It just he yeah, has, he's, he's not like Hassan Whiteside. He's not like uh, he just hasn't like grown into his body almost. It feels like, but now he's starting to like understand it. So he just. He's sure. just bigger than I mean, he's still kids. younger than you think he is. You know what I mean? I think he's what twenty six. Mm. Peep, Peep Wiggins stats though. I've heard he's been really good this year, and I haven't watched him. He's yet. had a he's had a much better year. Twenty six. Twenty six. Andre Drummond. He's that right on the head is what I'm gonna say. Three days past my birthday, a year ahead of me. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, you said Wiggins, right? <laughs> Well, Doug's already confirmed that he's been looking good. He has been. Uh, I don't have any specific stats for you, but he's he's definitely. Hey, you got you got eyeballs. The eyeball test works, man. You can you know it. You can see it. You can feel it. You can vibe it. Um, as far as uh, Anthony, um, excuse me. Uh, what? Sorry, Anthony was, Wiggins? No, no, no. I was, I was looking at something else. Anthony Bennett? You were pulling up Anthony Bennett? No, I just started saying Anthony. I'm going to say Andrew Wiggins. Uh, is averaging 21 points mm-hmm. a game. There you go. So that's pretty good for him. On... On 43%. So that's not terrible. Sure. Could be better. Yeah. I mean, definitely... Um, I'm trying to think of an underachiever, because honestly, like, I just think, like, Doncic is still playing really well, so he's a good overachiever, like, he's still, like, he I mean, hasn't yeah, there aren't many slump. underachievers yet, so, you know, like, that's what I'm just trying to think of, like, okay, maybe Bradley Beal. The worry, the Wizards are playing really well. I know, but he hasn't had, Beal's like, been playing, Beal's been playing pretty well, too, so he hasn't can't had be- killer I can't numbers, believe- but... I can't believe that he'd be playing bad and then not win games, it doesn't make sense to me. He's their best player. Um, I mean, it could be the case. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think so, dude. Like, just right. like, I mean, like, all right, like in the league in scoring right now. Ninth. He's averaging twenty six and a half a game. Dude, what? What the hell? What are you reading, dude? Shit! My God, get our stats team out of here. Cleveland stats team's clearly better. He's averaging like twenty six. Oh, because I was I was sorted by P uh, P E R. Oh. Yeah, he's 49th in the league for that. That's why he's so low. Okay. Gotcha. Um, oh, man. If you don't have anybody, you don't have anybody, you know? I'm just trying to see, like... Yeah, but I'm not just trying to, like, see here for five minutes while you research a guy. Either, I'm not trying to research. I'm just looking at teams, seeing if there's anybody overall, like, as a team. The Doves, for sure. Yeah. Suns are overperforming so far. Maybe uh, maybe Sacramento after what they did last year. Yeah, they, they haven't looked good Buddy at Bill. all. Because they just signed him, so. They look a little disappointing. Because they had a lot of promise, it looks like, last year. Yeah. I thought they were <clears> going to be the Timberwolves of this year. If it could have been a 91 season, they might have found a way to the playoffs. 90 game? Yeah, you're right. Like, Because they were like on the cusp. 91 season would be big. 91 season, 90 like, game season. Unbelievable. If they had a 91 season, they'd have 150 you games. You can't win that many games. It'd be 90 and 60. You'd have to go like a full you, MLB if, if you went undefeated the whole season, you would you get that what? And the you'd get that two win two yeah, you series. Yeah, two series. Yeah. So you'd be going to the conference finals without a loss. Yeah. 
the entire year. Yeah. Since October. Right. <laughs> the 90-0 Sacramento Kings with Buddy Hill shooting out the lights here at the gym. All right. Speaking of shooting out the lights, we got to shoot out the lights. We're getting a little loony bin here. Any other quick quick performers under or over anybody? Any other just you want to shout them out? I mean, the, Kevin Love has been overperforming. Yeah, I mean, I think the Cavs as a team. I mean, I just looked. It was a three point game against the Celtics with fifty to go in the last twenty minutes. When I've been looking, it's been back and forth. But I would Never. say LeBron and uh, Doncic with that stat line the other night with the two triple doubles. First time opposing players. Yeah, we, we, won by, we won by six, boy. Dang. Hayward with 39, Burger? Ooh. He was efficient, too. <clears throat> you can't tell, but I'm flexing over here, folks. Just straight flexing, go. boy. Let's go. Straight flexing. Hyped on. up. Okay. Let's move into our buzzer beaters and wrap this boy up. The number one in the East, Miami Heat. Tied with the number one in the East Boston Celtics, boy. Since we just won. And Sixers. The Sizers. Three-way split. Wild. Suns beat the Sixers yesterday. That's wild. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going to go to my buzzer beater here. I just want to give a shout-out to... Oh my God, let me get his name right, because now it's going to be... I don't want to be wrong. Not that he's ever... There's no way he'll ever listen to this... No chance, but and you'll know why after I say who it is. Damn, bro, should have taken. I want to give a shout out to Dean Spanos, the Chargers owner, for giving us one of the all-time sports quotes ever when they asked him today about if the Chargers are going to be moving to London, and he he said, you know, I heard those reports, and I just want to say you can quote me on this. Make sure that this is a quote from me. That they're fucking bullshit and that we're not going to, to London and, you know, we're staying here, blah, blah, blah. I just thought that was so perfectly worded, hilarious, just so clear to the point. Like, hey, listen up, guys. This is me, the owner, talking. No way are we going to London. So I just thought that was a hilarious comment and I, you don't see an owner coming out and making a statement like that very Here's often. Here's a quote for you. It's supposed to be pretty button-up and, you know, you know kind of keeping your cards close to the vest so you're not revealing anything. But, you know, the, the classic, here's a quote for you. So I I thought that was a great little little tidbit from him. <coughs> Do I believe him? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. The Chargers aren't really getting a lot of fans there in L.A., so we'll see. But um, I thought that was a great little, little tidbit. Doge, what do you got for your buzzer beater here? Uh couple of the games clocking in here with uh, college basketball. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Florida, Florida we want to win against uh, North Florida. I mean, that was assumed. But the three versus four, Kansas Jayhawks versus Duke Blue Devils. Blue Devils win it by, uh, by a small margin at the end. Uh, so Duke ekes one out in that first big matchups in Madison Square Garden. So heading into the matchup here against the Wildcats and Michigan State, which will obviously be over by the time people are listening to this. But uh, good to have college basketball back, like I was saying, when we opened it up. And uh, fun fun game uh, to start here with Duke versus Kansas being a close one to start. So uh, excited for college basketball and big one by the Blue Devils. Hey, what are we, who do you want? You got Michigan State or uh, Kentucky right now. I'm going to put a bet in. We got two minutes. 
I have UK, but I know you guys were leaning MSU on that one, weren't you? Ooh, I was. I'm MSU. I think Cash is coming back. You guys go ahead. That's fine. <sighs> now I feel bad. No, hey, listen, it's it's a, it's a part of our free play money, so we're not we're not burning our own so cash. So we aren't doing the the one thing. I don't, you want me to? I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like, are we in on it? Dude, that's what I was saying. Do you want to get in on it? Or no, not? because it's not even good odds. What are the odds? I'm not doing it. But dude, it's basketball. I'm not putting money down like that for basketball. I don't think it's worth it. All right. What do we get? What's for five? That's what I'm saying. It's like we're getting four bucks. It's not a good line. So, <clears throat> yeah. Right. Do you want me to use more? No. I got to put it in. Bam. We're in. Michigan State by three. Okay. That's exciting. So, we're, are there any good games tomorrow for college? Or are they or are we going to have to wait till the weekend for the next good round? Like, uh, yeah. Which I don't know the answer to, but I can look up. So, one. the yeah, next games are tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> Cincinnati at Ohio State. Ooh, okay. Notre Dame at North Carolina. That's probably a good Virginia one. at Syracuse. Thursday, we have all the small schools come into play. Samford, Drake, UAB, Troy, Southwestern U. So, don't worry about Thursday. Sure. Uh, Friday, Thursday's once again. football and NBA, dude. Yeah, I was going to say Thursday and Friday. Especially for you, <laughs> Thursday. There won't be a ton of big ranked versus ranked matchups outside of tonight until we get uh, until we get a little further into the year, I think. The way I'm looking at it now, I don't see any ranked versus ranked matchups oh. um, until Morgan. next Tuesday where we're going to take some as 14 versus 15. <clears throat> so just back to Big Tuesday, then. It's the Big Tuesday. Phil Knight that's Invitational. The, that's the Phil Knight Invitational, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Doge and I have an echo going on in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 17 of 20, Gordon Hayward? Let's go. That's what I was saying, dude. He was efficient as I knew he was efficient. I didn't know he was that efficient. 85%? Boy. Yeah, just shooting the lights out. Dill, what, you got your buzzer beater here? Or Doge, you checking in on any other games? I kind of cut you off there. Yeah. No, there, there weren't a ton of others. I was say, I didn't uh, think so, but I wanted to just make sure. Yeah, we got to wait till we get a little later in the year, and we'll get some better ones. I agree. Dill, buzzer beater? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a good pod overall. I don't really have anything, anything else. You know, I feel like we kind of left it all in the field out there today. Yeah, hey, man, I totally agree, but... Um, Sometimes you uh, you walk away with the win. Sometimes you walk away with the loss, and uh, you know, it's, a, after it's the not pods, an exit. It's not an exit. We, uh, just like a. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Typically, uh, you know, on the well, pods. Give me like, give me a lightning tidbit. Come on, don't just don't the sell lightning out. Are sucking ass, dude. So you're telling me you're just dribbling the ball out? I'm just like no, you're just gonna dribble no. it out. You're not even gonna get a shot up. We already won. This is Dill right now, not even giving a, like we putting a shot. Won. Up. All right, so this is... He's JRing it. He thinks that they're... Yeah, he's like, like, we're up two, we're up two. (laughs) So, all right, I'll put a little tidbit in there. The Capitals are looking really good. 25 points already. The Bruins have 24. Uh, Combined, they have only three losses, not including overtime losses, which you get points for if you don't know hockey. You get a point for an overtime loss. 
so wins and overtime losses, you get points. Losses, you don't. So that's the differentiation there. But I, I guess, uh, you know, I go point uh, differential, uh, things like that. I look at that, you know, for, for games and teams and their relevance for where they are in, in uh, the scheme of things. I mean, you're definitely dribbling the clock out now. And uh, the Bucks are at the top of almost every category again this year. Who? The Bucks. And I'm switching to basketball. <laughs> it's like, what franchise? <laughs> hockey is Bucks. <laughs> I'm just totally switching, like, sports on us here. Um <clears throat> Just getting my shots up. Yeah, well, now he doesn't want to shoot. Now he's trying to rapid fire, get some shots off before the game's over. Yeah, I mean. All right. One more over here. Swing it. Yeah. Yeah. Top of the key. Sink this, please. Everyone go watch the MLS Cup this weekend. Yes. Toronto. We we called the Sounders being there. What we got wrong in the MLS Cup. Stop danging. Nobody can fucking hear him, Dill. <laughs> Doge, one more time, because I was danging too hard. I'm just saying, we all we all called the Sounders being there. Yes. Uh, we were homers and said that maybe FC would be there. We got a little excited. I get it. Whatever. They were the worst team in the MLS. It's fine. Eh. The Sounders against Toronto. It'll be a good matchup. Support soccer in the United States and watch the freaking MLS Cup this weekend. <clears throat> Yes, dude. I totally agree. And pats on the back, everyone, for picking the Sounders. That's good on us. We were a little optimistic on the other side. But we also did admit that Toronto was going to be one of the better teams we faced this season. So we weren't completely wrong. But, you know, we definitely were not completely right. (laughs) And after we tied Atlanta. This is a long pod, boys. After we tied Atlanta, we said that how they would have a good season. They turned it around their first or second in the East. Yeah, you know. true. Basically, the only thing we didn't get right about the MLS this year was the fact that Cincinnati would be somewhat Just relevant. freaking garbage. <laughs> so, that was tough to take it on the chin there. Right, I agree. It is what it is. It yep. is what it is. Moving on to next year. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking throughout the whole pod. If you're still listening, we appreciate you getting through all of our shenanigans. Um, Doge, thank you for being on here. We appreciate it, brother. Absolutely. It's good to be back. Absolutely. Good to have you back. Dill, thank you for being on as well. Thank you for having me. It's great to uh, have Doge back here on uh, domestic uh, land. I know. I can hear Patty saying goodbye. Oh, oh Damn, wow. Jeez. <laughs> all right, everyone. That's, That's a wrap. Uh, check back in next week to see if we win or lose our bets. Um, thank you for listening. This is the clubhouse.